0: Hello and welcome to Slightly Drunk and Extremely Online. I'm Colin Schultz. I'm here with my friend Francesca Ron from Spain. And today we are going to talk about Catalonia, what's going on in Catalonia and how social media and the internet has affected and been used as a tool to organize protests and to deal with the unrest that is going on in Spain at the moment between the province is it a state or a province
1: Uh, it would basically be a state and copying it to the united states model then catalonia would be a state and spain would be just the entire country
0: the federal okay well there you go so the state of catalonia not not the province is going through a whole bunch of independence referendum issues etc which which we'll get into in a second but first things first Unfortunately, this is our second attempt at this podcast. We recorded last week, and for some reason, my local sound on my computer was completely screwed up and unsalvageable. So, unfortunately, I am not going to be as surprised as I was to learn some interesting things about Catalonia as I was last week when Frank explained them to me. But oh well, we're we're doing we're working with what we got here. So I will uh, I will not feign surprise, but I will be looking forward to receiving further education on the state of things in Spain. So I am drinking same thing I was drinking last week. We got some fresh squeeze, grapefruit juice, some vodka, and some Pellegrino sparkling water. What do you got? Oh, right? that's
1: not bad for starting a weeknight. I have um, white wine. <laughs> it's just a normal Spanish white wine. So
0: What I want to talk about today is there's been a lot of Unrest in Catalonia for a variety of reasons. Um, if you want to kind of give a broad overview, mm-hmm. a brief sort of high level overview of what's been happening in the last oh, few months, God. so then we'll dig
1: so in. So, let's see. Catalonia is one of the states within Spain, and it has been a state for quite a long time now, in many hundreds of years. And the last few last few decades have seen a surge in independence movement in the area, and the last few months has taken that to overdrive. So essentially, for three months ago, we had a referendum that was essentially considered illegal or unlawful, but it was held anyway. And since then, the referendum came up as a yes for independence, but nothing happened afterwards. The parliament kind of declared independence, but not really. The federal government in Spain dissolved the uh, parliament that we have in the state, and we held new elections. And again, a new pro-independence parliament is going to be formed because, well, that's what the people ended up voting in the general, in the local elections we just had a couple of weeks ago. And this puts us at an interesting crossroads of, well, people kind of want independence, but not that much, but they really do.
0: Obviously, the, without getting into the geopolitics of it, being in the EU, like Spain is an EU country, it creates all these problems. I know Scotland has tried to become independent and they've run into the issues of what actually happens. Because when it, I, I assume that right. the general understanding is that if you guys were to become independent, then you would not immediately be able to join the EU. So you would lose EU status, theoretically. right? It, it's, and it's very complicated. Yeah. I think it's probably to discourage. I mean, my, my fairly uneducated take on it is that those provisions are in there to discourage exactly this sort of thing, you know, these right. it states exactly. and provinces from European countries from breaking away because that throws a wrench
1: into the works. Yeah, almost every country in the EU has a couple of regions that are more or less pro-independence or pro their own mini-state. So everyone has their own mini-agenda to keep it from happening. And to an extent, so what would happen if a hypothetical Catalonia becomes independent is a basically a black box. No one says anything, no one mentions anything. And if it were to happen, well, there's nothing written on it. So essentially you're becoming an independent little island and have to figure it out for yourself. And that can be a giant mess because even with the Brexit, it's taking them, they project up to four or five years before they can renegotiate all the treaties. And that's as the UK with this gigantic government and incentives that it is from having dealing with them. So a tiny little country with six, seven million people would be at a significant disadvantage, let's say.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And in the, in the UK, not to get into it too much, although you've just reminded me that one of our mutual friends is coming to the States soon and he is sort of a Brexit expert. Oh, so yes. I, I'll have to pick his brain on that now that that's all occurred and and, and is moving forward. But yeah, I mean, e- even the UK that had um, a very unique situation in the EU that was sort of an independent body to begin with and had its own currency and whatever, even that is a complete mess. And they, you know, no one really seems to know how that's going to shake out. It's got to be, interesting or at least a bit daunting for the government in catalonia to say well you know it, it's great to i think it's the similar situation to brexit where it's great to run on it right and it, it's very
1: it's and, very good platform until you actually have to make it work
0: exactly i think that politicians in these states especially you know my understanding of the grievances in catalonia were that you guys are a big part of the economy economically like you're, you you mm-hmm. put a lot of money into the system versus what you get back and you don't get a lot of say necessarily in the government in madrid is that am i uh to an extent, correct in that thinking yeah
1: more or less and like most countries the representation is based on essentially population and so within a few percentages basically on population so the region is very then so catalonia is much more industrious in that sense so it ends up Representing a much larger percentage of the economy than it does of the population, and so that creates an imbalance there. And the other imbalance is that the the parliament, cultural yeah, the, cold, the cultural differences between Catalonia and the rest of Spain are more; they become a bit more visible in this at this point. Then Catalonia is always seen a bit of as an outsider to the quite a few areas in the rest of Spain. And for instance, we're called Polish further the Polish Spanish. Now, Jesus. how that makes sense, it's a bit complicated, but essentially, Catalan, the language, sounds like Polish to the Spanish people, so they call us Polacks. Wow. And
0: uh, there, toning, there you yeah, go.
1: Yeah, although, to an extent, we've sort of co-opted it, and our main um, comedy program is called Poland, and we make fun of everything that happens, ourselves included. So,
0: For those who are unfamiliar with the the British people in England have a sort of dim view of the polls as well yeah. in their country so that that might be is that somewhat analogous
1: yeah it's not it's it's not a compliment <laughs> <laughs>
0: not a compliment yeah. indeed but at least you guys seem to have a little bit of a good sense of humor about it yeah so a lot so a lot of things have happened as you've outlined um, it's it's a very tumultuous time and the reason that I wanted to talk to you about social media and how the internet has affected or been used by the movement for independence, and just generally speaking, the government in Spain through Mm -hmm. all this, is that initially, a few years ago, during the Arab Spring, Twitter really latched on to how the people in the Middle East were able to use their platform to communicate and to get around government censors and to cry for independence. And I think social media, Facebook and Twitter, both... We're, we're seen in the media and in the wider world as an integral part of the Arab Spring and the uprisings in some of these countries. So now we have Spain, where there's something sort of similar happening, um, although much more subdued. I mean, there isn't, thankfully, governments aren't being overthrown, and and right. it's, it's a bit of a different situation. But there are a lot of similarities. And um, so some of what you've told me about the way that social media was used in the first sense to organize things like protests against the central government in Spain, cracking down on Catalonia and also uh, the central government using the Internet to stifle free speech and to try to disrupt the election. So if you want to talk a little bit about um, the election stuff and also how the protests were organized right. on social media, I think all this stuff's very fascinating.
1: All right. Um, OK, so. On October 1st was when we had the referendum and the basically the month leading up to that and that particular day are probably the most interesting regarding social media and everything. So the month leading up to it, basically off September, there were quite a few large, I wouldn't even call it protests because it wasn't really protesting, it was just people gathering and demonstrating through numbers that there was an, a lot of people who wanted to have a referendum, not necessarily for it to be a, a vote for yes, but just People were getting a bit fed up and wanted to just be able to say, hey, I voted and I voted yes or no, whatever, whatever, and put the issue behind them. Like, okay, we voted and that's it, it's done. And these were organized mostly through, for one, through mail groups that had been created and a couple of uh, NGOs essentially formed that would disseminate the information for people to join up and where they would go for the different demonstrations. And these ended up at their peak, they ended up uh, holding around one point some million people. So that's a Crazy. lot of people to yeah. actually get out in the street. That's insane. And yeah, then the central government had a few of the organizers of these protests arrested under some grounds or others. Apparently, the initially they said sedition, which was equivalent of treason one for yeah. civilians. <laughs> and yeah. when that happens and when that was going on, they, there was a call this time, mostly through Twitter, to get people to uh, basically mob the area where the police were arresting these people. And not to do anything violent, but just to essentially, in a way, intimidate the people. I mean, let's be honest, you're arresting someone and you want to get 20,000 people out in the street at the door. Your intention is to intimidate. Peacefully. Yeah, peacefully, but it's, it's intimidating. Civil disobedience, you know. Disobedience,
0: Right. we have a history and, we have a long history yeah. of that in america as well
1: yeah. yeah except you all have guns that kind of shifts the balance of power yeah <laughs> i know
0: i i remember when side mm-hmm. anecdote when i was messaging you um on whatsapp which we use to communicate yep. because of course you know texting internationally mm-hmm. is expensive yeah bad, bad uh, bad, bad uh, bad. <laughs> and yeah and it's encrypted so they can never find out about the all the all the sedition mm-hmm. that we're talking about and i asked you and you and your girlfriend had been at some of these protests, maybe not the ones. Was it that for the referendum or was that uh, later for the election?
1: We were for some of the, one of these, when they were arresting some of the people, we were at one of those and we were the ones for the election day, which also was quite an interesting day from a demonstration or police violence point of view.
0: Yeah. And I, and I remember asking you how that was going and you said, well, you know, we got a little bit banged up, but, but no one died. So it was pretty good. And I was like, well, <laughs> that's not, you know, I mean, I guess, I guess by American standards, that's a good thing. Like the cops didn't shoot anybody and no one shot anybody else and no one threw grenades or Lord knows what. So it was, that was okay. It was, it was, it wasn't too bad. I'm like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a low bar to pass, but it's good that we pass it.
0: <laughs> We've talked to the past about that, but it is, yeah, it's an amusing standard from our point, a little bit grim, but an amusing standard. From my brother right. So right. I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but sorry. So no, 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 so no problem. Organize so, these, organize the civil disobedience to mm-hmm. try to intimidate um, during these arrests.
1: Yeah, and that was mostly done through Twitter, essentially. As in that day, they had arrests in quite a few places in Barcelona, in five or six different locations, and through Twitter, they would essentially use the hashtags and call each other for more people to go to different places to try to prevent the police from entering some of the. I'd say offices and one of the places where they entered was one of the political parties that's in that was in government in the state, and they they apparently didn't have a legal warrant to do so. So that ended up being an interesting day as well for them. So anyway, that, that was that,
0: that was step one. Step one was was these people yeah. the dis- these supposed dissidents being arrested on flimsy right. charges with right. potentially no due process.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. And and,
0: and then <laughs> right.
1: So then this puts you around halfway through September, and you have two weeks left for the elections, and then you end up playing cat and mouse between the state and the federal government. State government is hiding ballot boxes and ballots for the referendum that's on October the 1st, and the federal government is trying to find them, essentially. This yeah so, i i
0: this this is sort of the slightly more serious version of what happened here in America yeah. when they were trying to pass the health bill and like no one knew where it yeah. was and they were trying to hide it in different rooms in Congress but this 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 is crazy to me that the Cat, the Catalonian government I guess the elections officials were hiding ballot boxes because the Spain the Spanish government was trying to come steal or. Take them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so people so, couldn't vote.
1: So yeah, that's then that's the crazy part. So what are you doing this? Oh no, it's to prevent people from voting. Like okay.
0: You. <laughs> yeah, great. That's okay, sure. So there's yeah, so there's that so, that cat and mouse game was going on yeah. in the run up to the election, which they said was right. an illegal election, but the right. but state decided they were, decided they were gonna seriously. do it anyways.
1: Yeah. And so that was mostly coordinated th- through Signal, which is an encrypted texting app. And for actual meetings, for important meetings, it would end up actually doing face-to-face with no phones around. And part of the reason for that was that the WhatsApp conversations, which are supposedly encrypted as it's owned by Facebook, they had been essentially either leaked or the information had been given by Facebook or WhatsApp corporate mm-hmm. to the government in order to figure out who was running, who was behind some of the certain acts. All right. So at that point, it became a bit like, okay, so... Back to old school face to face and Jeez. handwritten written letters to this was for a referendum to oh this was the referendum the, vote yeah, sorry yeah and then so then on october 1st you had the referendum proper which ended up having quite a bit of spanish police that had been brought in from the rest of this country to, to the state to essentially steal ballot boxes and uh repress people from voting and basically bashing people in, in the heads a bit not too much then no one died thankfully yeah. but
0: yeah so the bar is still yeah. high at, at yes. no one dying. The cops, um, the cops yeah. didn't murder anybody. Yeah.
1: And the results ended up being around uh, two million ballots cast and ninety-ish percent ended up voting yes. But that's still forty-some percent of the general electorate, so it wasn't fully representative. It was a pretty, pretty good result, but it wasn't an absolutely smashing result that you would expect in order to right. declare independence unilaterally.
0: And you had said that part of the reason that the turnout was reasonably low is that a lot of people just simply boycotted it because they didn't feel it was
1: right. As in, if you, if you think that the, uh, vote is going to be valid, then you will vote for whatever you actually feel like. If you think that it's just a sham vote and that you think that it's being entirely wasteful, then you don't go to vote. Yeah. Why would you,
0: or the cops are there whacking people with sticks. You probably might discourage you from going out to vote for something that you think is purely symbolic.
1: Exactly, that that would also help people decide themselves.
0: Okay, so the referendum happens; it wins with you know slight air quotes around what that yeah. means, and then so now they've done this thing that doesn't. What's next? What happens next?
1: Right now, now you're basically in this. This was on a Sunday, and so Monday comes around. Is like okay, so now what? Right. So Monday comes around, and the president, the state president, not the country president, comes up and says that he basically declares independence for eight seconds before saying, no, sorry, not (laughs) right now.
0: Oh my goodness. Nice. So, so yeah, so
1: there's quite a few pictures of people being very happy and also very sad. So
0: you had eight seconds of independence as a country. Yes,
1: yes, yes. And essentially there was quite a few jokes about it that we, we Catalonians, had lost the shortest republic in history to some Russian republic that was taken back by Russia and said, no, no, we're convinced to declare the shortest republic yes, ever.
0: there you go. Okay.
1: So so, so that we did.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so Spanish Poland was was in existence for for those brief eight seconds. Yes. yes. Okay. So, so then wasn't he then, exiled or, so? or was this from exile that he was doing this? Right. Like- this
1: was before exile. Then... What they end up doing is they get the Catholic Parliament that still convene, they vote to declare independence in a little while, is what they essentially vote on. And that passes. So then we declare independence for a little while, in in a little while, while. sometime in the future. Okay. It's undefined when in the future, just in the future. When it's ready. Right. Which is, as far as lawmaking, it's brilliant.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's yeah. great. You kick, so then you kick the can down Spanish. the road yeah. Yeah. A, a, an indefinite yeah. amount.
1: And, and th- until it gets where it has to go. Sure. So Absolutely. then is when the Spanish government, they dissolve the parliament and the statehood of Catalonia because they have decided that it's gone far enough.
0: They dissolve the statehood.
1: Temporarily. Okay. But yes, essentially that's...
0: Until it's ready again.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's it's be, to be a state.
0: Same caveat, yeah. Okay. So you guys te- are you guys technically not a state right now still?
1: Uh, no, we became a state almost immediately afterwards, and but with new with new people running it. Okay. Basically. Jeez. So the new the new statehood that has been formed and is now essentially run by Spain, the Spanish federal government. They immediately set out to arrest all of the. The top 15 or so politicians that were part of the of signing the various bills, and here you end up having the president and two or three others end up going to Brussels for exile, and quite a few of the others end up just deciding to be arrested and have a go at being in jail. <laughs> okay, so so yeah, they end up going to jail, and that's that's how they are. And the other one is in Brussels, and they then say that they're gonna have elections right before Christmas and we have elections right before christmas where the same parties that were in power right before the everything happened they end up having exactly the same results basically and I, within error margins i mean
0: yeah did they really expect a different result
1: i i imagine they kind of did then there's a the one thing about spanish politics and media is that the media in spain and spain in general tends to distort the information quite a bit as To whatever the, whatever the current propaganda ministry, as it were, would want it to have. And one of the things that it keeps going on is the the propaganda ministry can say whatever it wants but the the actual government shouldn't really believe the news from the propaganda ministry they should believe the news from from what's actually happening
0: and you've you've told me in the past that the Catalonian media is fairly even-handed or fairly non-biased in your opinion
1: right and the Catalan media then it'll has it have its own biases but it tends to be pretty even as far as reporting, as in it'll just report facts. And then if they do an editorial afterwards, then the editorial will be leaning whichever way, but the actual news part of it will be pretty impartial as to its reporting.
0: And for those who are not up on their Spanish history, and this is something that that we've talked about in Mm -hmm. the past, one one of the things that I find quite fascinating about Spain is that it was under a sort of military dictatorship until the 70s, which... Potentially, I mean, I, I guess I should just ask you <laughs> rather than trying to yeah, okay. rather than okay. trying to hypothesize myself since I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, do you feel like that is why some of Spain's central government, like like it tends yeah. towards the propaganda versus you know like a more British or Scandinavian style focus on? Impartial news and and sort of fact reporting.
1: I don't know how much the media part will end up being due to that. And the government, yes, and quite a bit. And the government in itself was a fascist government up until the seventies. And afterwards the due to there being no revolt or no revolution or no, nothing happening in the 70s it just the dictator died and in order to continue the the country then he had set up for the for the then king to be the one to decide what would happen afterwards and essentially at that point europe was being becoming a thing nato was becoming a thing and it was kind of hinted in very not hinting terms that maybe we should actually hold elections for once <laughs> it, so
0: you know kind good. of the things that's yeah, going on
1: now it with turkey and and, and those countries
0: what the, one thing that we didn't touch on that you had mentioned to me Mm -hmm. before was that during the run-up to the election one of the focuses we were talking about was how the internet was used on both sides how social media and the internet were used on both Mm. sides to organize or to disorganize was that the the spanish government was uh denial of service attacking the catalonian yeah as
1: in okay the when the elections was were going on for the referendum, the October 1st ones, in order to cast a ballot, you have to be identified as a Catalan citizen in order to vote, as otherwise it, the voting itself has no, no real validity if anyone can vote. So in order to validate this, all the computers that were part of the network to validate people were connected to, to a database of the Catalan citizens. So the Spanish governments ddos that service in order to make sure that no one could vote for a while. And thankfully Cloudflare is a thing, so it actually didn't do anything.
0: That's great. I like that the <laughs> that the state government was using, so denial of service for those who don't understand what that is, is basically using a, a network of a lot of different computers to send, to overwhelm a server with requests for any particular thing. It could be web services or some other service. So basically you're You're taking down a a computer network by just hammering it. Like, it's a very common tool of hackers, which is why I was so shocked to hear that a government used it against a state. Yeah, a federal government used it it against its, its own state. And I like that the state used Cloudflare, which is one of these services that is designed to prevent or to dissipate those attacks. Cloudflare is a very popular service among internet companies to prevent angry hackers from taking down their websites and stuff like that. So so the, so the Catalonia government used Cloudflare to protect itself from a DDoS attack from the Spanish government over a referendum to declare independence. Great. It's this is democracy in the year 2017, 2018, and everybody used Signal. Yeah, and, 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 and they were snooping on the WhatsApp, so then they had to switch to Signal or Twitter, and it's all it's all good stuff. So in the run up to the election, was weren't they blocking like polling results too? Was it wasn't I reading something about that that people were having to like. Look in, at sites in Scotland right, or something the run up, to see how things were going.
1: Yeah, in the run-up to the election, the the state government would put up different websites with your polling information, so that you could figure out where you would have to go vote. And the government would keep taking them down, so people would rehost them or mirror them elsewhere, and so on and so forth, until until eventually the day came around, and it would it would be quite funny because each. The polling goes by essentially by neighborhood blocks. So people would write or leave handwritten notes on the block. If you live in this building, you have to go vote and the address of the place you'd have to go vote in. Then polling station, which I imagine it's more or less the same in the States, end up being basically schools and yes. post offices. Same thing here, but then you have to go to the school or that school.
0: I, I think it's really interesting that the, the central issue that we're talking about with the, the federal government utilizing sort of a, these guerrilla tactics with tech using technology and, and using these tactics to essentially suppress what they considered to be an illegal vote but be just being so obvious about it i mean right it's not even yeah, here here you just trying a little bit slight of hand yeah, in america you'd go through the court system or something there would be a bunch of lawsuits and lawyers <laughs> and instead the government of spain was just like we're just going to take down your servers <laughs> like we're just gonna like right. hack it- your websites and take them down. So and we're, and we're gonna send the cops so to they- steal the ballot boxes so you can't like somehow symbolically that means that the vote didn't count if you if the bo- if the physical box is missing, like you can't just collect right. them in a right. jar. If we took the boxes yeah, away like you can't count. just collect them in something else yeah. and count them that way.
1: Yeah, and it and it make for very impactful pictures of just police and riot gear taking away a ballot box with a bunch of people just looking around with an expression of
0: what just <laughs> yeah, here? Just complete confusion. We'll ra- we'll wrap it up there. Uh, this has been a great and All extremely right. educational roller coaster ride through the last few months in Catalonia, and I hope yeah. that everything <laughs> continues yeah. to stay at or below the bar of no one getting killed and mostly just yeah. hijinks with websites and ballot boxes and resolutions to be a independent country. at some future date <laughs> between now and the heat yeah, death of the universe. Now and whenever it <laughs> yeah. happens. Well, whatever it happens, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it then. And uh, hopefully you guys yep. have some more messaging apps and stuff. So you don't have to like write stuff on slips of paper and you know, <laughs> Like maybe Facebook, maybe Facebook won't yeah, be no. quite so complicit with like allowing censorship in other countries at that point. Sorry, that's that's my little my little jab right. in there at the end.
1: Depends if President, yeah, no, President,
0: President Zuckerberg is going to really focus on uh, humanitarian uses for Facebook <laughs> and, and and securing independence. Yeah, on I am there. sure. <laughs> on the Spanish peninsula. Yes.
1: Well, I'm sure that he'll at least make sure that everyone right, can use
0: yeah. it. yeah. <laughs> you can't block access to Facebook. I mean, you may not be able to post anything about independence, but you got to be able to use it because they, they, they need those engagement numbers. You have to be numbers. able to keep it. the engagement numbers up. Anyhow, Frank, thanks so much. I appreciate it as always, and uh, hopefully this this second time's a charm. And uh, <laughs> yes, uh, have a great night, man. Cheers. Yep, you too. Cheers. Good night.